Hello and welcome to Family Renewal. I'm Israel Wayne, your host. We hope you'll stay with us for the next 30 minutes as we take a look at faith, family, and culture, all through the lenses of a biblical worldview. This program is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Family Renewal Podcast. I'm Israel Wayne, and today I am excited to have with me Tim Dudley, who is the president and CEO of New Leaf Publishing Group. New Leaf Publishing Group has a couple of different imprints. Uh, you may be familiar with Master Books, which is their Christian education and creationism uh, and homeschooling division, and then New Leaf Press, which produces a lot of great Christian books, and then Attic Books, which is a great publishing house that has a, a lot of great reprints of titles from the past. And I have been blessed over the last about eight years to work with both New Leaf Press and Master Books as they have published my books. And so I wanted to introduce the uh, the brain of the organization, uh, or the, at least the guy who's been there longer than almost everybody, uh, Tim Dudley, to you. And at the, as we move on in the conversation, we're going to talk about some insider tips for Christian publishing, because I know there are a lot of people who have a book inside of them and they want to get published. And uh, so we want to make sure we give you some uh, tips that you can use if you're looking to get published. But first, I just want to welcome you, Tim, to the podcast. Thank you, Israel. It's a pleasure to be with you. Uh, like you said, you've been a good friend uh, of mine and in my ministry for eight or nine years. So I'm really excited to, to do this with you and hopefully we can uh, have some really good takeaways for your viewers. Oh, thank you so much. Well, you know, I have been a big fan of Masterbooks and New Leaf Press for a lot of years. And those two entities ended up converging way back in the day. But the story really goes back before you. And when we talk about Christian publishing, uh, you come from a Christian publishing family and have a legacy with this whole work. And so could you just tell us briefly a little bit about how uh, you got born into this Christian publishing world and, and, and what, uh, what that's been like for you moving forward? Yeah, my father uh, was Cliff Dudley. And... Um, he was, he was born in the Quad Cities, and he was managing three or four Eagle grocery stores. Of course, back then, grocery stores were probably the size of little convenience stores, but the Lord really moved on his heart to, to get involved in Christian publishing, and, and we moved to Chicago, and he started working at, at Moody Press in 1965, somewhere around there, 64, 65, and was at Moody about seven years. He became VP of publishing there. Then he co-founded Creation House with Robert Walker in 7071. Uh, they had exclusive on the New American Standard Bible for five, six, seven years. They published authors like Maria Von Trapp, Pat Boone. It was very successful. And then he sold out his share in that and started New Leaf Press in 1975, where it was going to be completely his own baby. And we left Chicago in 1975 and moved to Arkansas, Northwest Arkansas, where we currently are at now. And interestingly enough, Master Books, which was uh, founded by Henry Morris and, and Tim LaHaye, it too was started in 1975. 
Now, I want to throw this in for the listener. Something else important that was started in 1975 was me. I was born. <laughs> I was born in 75 as well. So it was a well, really good I'll year. I'll be able to remember your birthday. That's easy. right. So now you'll remember how old I am. So the, I have that in common with uh, with both New Leaf Press and Master Books, born the same year that they were. So uh, Yeah, so I, I grew up in Christian publishing. You know, even in Chicago, I worked in the warehouse, uh, Creation House in the summertime. And, and so, you know, it, it was just kind of in my DNA. But, you know, interestingly enough, when I became a young adult, I think, you know, I wanted to do my own thing, cut my own path, probably mostly pride. I just wanted to go out on my own. And, and I didn't really get intimately involved with, with New Leaf until I was about 29 or 30 years old. I actually was farming in Northwest Arkansas, hurt my back, had to have surgery and, um, you know, kind of came back into the press and was working full time. And after about a year of that, my dad died suddenly in his sleep of a heart attack in 1992. So I've been kind of at the helm for some 29 years now. And, uh, you know, through my father's death and the prayers of a mother, this burden that my dad had for the printed page became a burden in my life too. It's been an amazing life, amazing experience. I'm still, uh, I'm just a kid. I'm just uh, 60, 61, but really it's been a, a fantastic ride. And the people I've got to meet and places I've been, it's been a great life. Well, I sometimes think of your story a little bit like um, the story that some people will remember the, from the It's a Wonderful Life movie <laughs> where, you know, you have the Jimmy Stewart character who ends up inheriting the savings and loan building and, it wasn't what he wanted to do. It wasn't his chosen career path. And true, I think true. you, you probably would have ended up uh, in farming had you had your choice, but God kind of opened some doors, pushed you through them and closed the door behind you. And so what I've seen with you is that you've been trying to steward what you've been given for these years. And uh, that's a, that's a task, you know, to, to do something that maybe wasn't your initial passion. You know, people always say, follow your passion. Well, you were just sort of given an assignment and um, your dad had a, a slogan that uh, was sort of the motto of the publishing house. And um, can you share with the, the viewers? And yeah. So, you know, my dad's mission statement was to bring the loss to Christ and balance to the body of Christ through the power of the printed page. He just loves stories of, hey, Cliff, I, I read this book of yours. I, I read this book that you published, got on my knees and I surrendered my life to Christ that evening. And, you know, that's really what he was all about. We've modernized it a little bit to where now it's ink on paper to touch eternity, which kind of means the same thing, but, you know, it's just a little bit um, less cumbersome. But, you know, that's really what we're still about. Even our homeschool division, you know, we hear of, we get um, Facebook posts all the time of parents telling us, you know, hey, I, we're studying this and, you know, my son or my daughter gave their life to Christ this evening and we just want to thank Master Books. So we really feel like we're we're still carrying out that mission, you know, and even Master Books and Henry Morris, when I, when I bought Master Books, you know, he was real passionate about the mission, you know, and they wanted to offset this secular humanism that was starting to really prevail in our culture and wanted me to, to uh, 
promised to publish books on creation science and creation apologetics and young earth material and and um, literal six 24-hour days and all that crazy stuff. And we've uh, we've really held that mission close to our hearts as well. So for people who don't know, Henry Morris was the founder of the institution Institute for Creation Research in California, in El Cajon. And a guy who is uh, well-known today as a popular creation speaker, Ken Ham, at that time was a speaker for ICR and did the Back to Genesis seminar all, all around the country. And uh, when you were approached by Henry Morris about publishing or taking over the, the publishing house of Masterbooks, um, you got connected with this guy, Ken Ham. And uh, tell us about that experience of how you guys got linked together. Yeah, I mean, it's really just another, you know, the providence of God, the grace and mercy of God. My phone just rang here one day and, and I, you know, back then you, I, I answered the phone anytime anybody called, I answered it and, uh, hey, you know, would you be interested in buying master books? I mean, literally that was the phone call. And, you know, six months later we owned it. And interestingly enough, my printer that I worked very closely with he did all the printing for master books. So he knew more about master books than anybody, but, you know, as we were buying it, master books had some financial problems, you know, they were close to bankruptcy and it was a little bit complicated buying it. And I get a call from Ken Ham one day who, you know, I barely knew who he was. Um, you know, they had master books had published just a couple of books with them. AIG was answers in Genesis was maybe only 18, 24 months old. He just really implored me to buy this and together we can make a change in this culture. And uh, we bought master books, I believe, in 96. So um, six months later, you know, I went and met him and, you know, there was like five people that worked at Answers in Genesis. And, you know, now there's over a thousand. So I've been kind of with Ken through that whole ride. And, you know, and that's just been a life changing experience. Um Eventually, uh, Ken asked me to join his board. And, you know, here I am just a kid from Arkansas. And, you know, and just to be a part of that ministry and the things God's allowed me to be a part of, it's just been incredible. And what Ken's done with the Ark and the Creation Museum and all his traveling and speaking and his passion for material and books and DVDs, you know, that just really jived with our mission here as well. So it's, it's been a great partnership. Now, there's been some confusion that people have had and still have about the relationship between Answers in Genesis and Masterbooks. A lot of people think it's the same organization or that one owns the other. Uh, can you uh, explain? Yeah. So, you know, there were two completely separate companies. You know, Ken has no ownership in Masterbooks or newly publishing group or anything. But, you know, we do all of Ken's publishing. We're just his you know, I like to say exclusive publisher. We can technically have an exclusive contract, but we do all of Ken's books. And to be honest with you, there's very few publishers, if any, that are really willing to publish Ken's book because most publishing houses, even Christian publishing houses, they're a little bit more on the liberal side and they really wouldn't line up with, with Ken's beat, beliefs and theology on the authority of scripture and the age of the earth and, and all of that. So I think God's really raised us up to do that because there's just there's just not that many um, you know companies that would be willing to do that. 
when it comes to publishing stuff with Ken and, you know, the, the license on the answers, uh, the Ark Encounter and the Creation Museum, hey, that's up for bids and we've got to be very competitive. So we don't we don't get anything um, easy or free. But no, it's two completely separate companies. But obviously, we have a very intimate relationship, work very closely together uh, with Answers in Genesis. And, you know, we support them and we want to, you know, see them succeed. And it really is a partnership. And um, it's, it's been just a great experience. And we still love all the guys at ICR. Um, you know, Henry has long passed away and his son, Henry III, he had been running it recently, uh, passed away. Uh, but I still love John and, and we're going to do a, a hymn appreciation curriculum. John just is real passionate about the old hymns. Wow. And uh, so we've got that coming out um, early next year. I still uh, love John very much. And we, we're excited about ICR and what they're doing in the Dallas area now. And they've opened up uh, quite a little museum and planetarium themselves. So we're real happy for them. Well, I'm excited about that project on two fronts. I also am a John Morris fan and I, I love the old hymns. So that'll be a, a book that I will absolutely have to uh, invest in as soon as it comes out. And uh, similarly, you know, my ministry is family renewal. And I think some people wonder what is the relationship between family renewal and master books, because we work together very closely and often do homeschooling conferences together. And sometimes people wonder what the relationship is. And so, again, we're separate organizations, but master books is my publisher and they have been really great at giving me uh, a platform and helping me to be able to get my books out to a wider audience than I would be able to myself, just self-publishing. And uh, Tim and I actually met, I think it was 2012, uh, 11 or 12, but we were, we were in Springfield, Missouri at a homeschool conference, which is not that far from where Masterbooks is located there in Arkansas. And, uh, and we talked at that time and the timing wasn't quite right for us to work together on a, in a publishing relationship. But it was something I was uh, excited about the possibility of in the future. And then you called me, I think it was somewhere around uh, the end of the first week of July of 2013. I had just moved to a new location and I had just incorporated family renewal like one week before that. So I literally was in a house full of boxes, had this brand new business startup that I'd done with my wife and uh, my older sister, Sony, had come on to help with the bookings and just wanted something where I would be more full time writing and speaking and uh, and traveling. And you called me out of the blue and just said, hey, can we work together? I'm interested in publishing your books. And the timing couldn't have been better because at that time I, I was a free agent, so to speak. I was not uh, there was no conflict of interest with any other relation publishing relationships I had at the time. And uh, it's been a very blessed synergy. I have appreciated very much the freedom that you guys have given me to give a voice to what the Lord's put on my heart, what I've wanted to say. And in particular, when Masterbooks published my book, Education, Does God Have an Opinion? I felt at that time that that, that officially, I mean, I know you guys had a long legacy already by publishing Ken Ham and Ray Comfort. And, and Todd Friel, you know, some guys that kind of have some controversy, but I thought this officially seals you as the gutsiest publisher, Christian publisher in the world, because you talk about no other publisher that would have wanted that book. And yet I hear from people all the time who say that book changed my life. Uh, mm -hmm. That book has completely that. changed 
the dynamic of our family and our, our book, Pitch in a Fit, Overcoming Angry and Stressed Out Parenting. Same thing. We hear from people all the time say this has completely changed our family. I know this interview is about you. It's it's not about me, but I, I just want to kind of share with you. I haven't even told you this story, but I was just down at the uh, Mobile, Alabama Teach Them Diligently conference and a pastor's wife came up to me and said she had bought that book in 2019, two years ago at the homeschool conference there, took it home and did it as a ladies Bible study at her church, the Pitch in a Fit book. And she said, basically revival broke out in the <laughs> church because all these That's women great. basically got right with God and were repenting of the sin of anger toward their children and their husbands. And husbands started to notice the change in their wives and like this whole revolution of, of families just turning their hearts toward each other and toward God. And then they began to spread the book outside of just the church, sharing it with other people in the community. She said, we had a little mini revival in our church from that book. And so I know that's the mission, uh, you know, of what you're hoping to do as a, a publishing house. And it's just been a blessing to be able to partner with you. And and Tim was also uh, just super uh, supportive and encouraging of our effort in wanting to launch Family Renewal. I mean, we were a complete startup and uh, Tim was a big part of just giving us the the encouragement and the support that we needed to launch out and to do something like this. And so... Uh, it's just been a blessing. I think since we've been working together, you know, I, I don't keep track of all the numbers, but, you know, I've had the blessing of being able to speak to 100,000 people in, in person and, you know, just done several hundred events and, uh, and, and really, you know, so much of that I just attribute to the relationship. So thank you, Tim, for uh, being willing. You're welcome, big guy. You're welcome. Being willing to, to extend the hand to help us uh, get started and, uh, and just the relationship that we've had um, has been such a blessing. So trying to turn a corner here in, in some of the last minutes that we have, every time I go out and speak at conferences and I meet people, I find that most people have a book inside of them that they want to tell their story. They want to share something that they've learned and almost no one knows how to do that. And so this is sort of one of those opportunities where if you were in an elevator with the owner of a, a large Christian publishing house, a guy who has decades of experience in the industry, what would you ask him? And I think one of the, the questions that people would ask you is uh, on the issue of the viability of self-publishing, because, you know, when, when you and I, I started in Christian publishing with my mom's publishing house back in 1993, and it was very different back then. I mean, we had brick and mortar Christian bookstores. We had a very traditional publishing industry. Things have changed a lot more. Um, Amazon has changed things. Uh, print on demand has changed things. Digital publishing. It's a whole new world than it was back in the 90s. And so uh, what do you think about the viability of, of self-publishing and, and what are some guidelines you'd give for people just in terms of what to watch for and, and then how not to get taken. I'm asking a bunch of questions at once, but how not to get taken by scammers too? Because there's a lot of publishing houses out there that say, hey, we'll get, help you get your book published. And I talked to a lady at uh, National Religious Broadcasters Convention last year, said she paid $30,000 to get her book into print. They gave her 100 copies yeah. and did like yeah. no marketing for her. I mean, just yeah. give some thoughts on that whole scene. Yeah. So, you know, there's really two veins. There's traditional publishing where the publisher pays for everything, pays your royalty, just like the relationship is be between me and Israel. And, you know, publishers have to be very selective. It costs anywhere from thirty to to $100,000 to publish a book, depending on what it is. 
you know, there's marketing that goes into it and the actual printing of the book and design, once again, depending on what it is. But so it's very expensive and authors, uh, publishers are going to be very selective. Like, who is this person? Do they have a voice? Do they have a platform? So, you know, that's very critical. On the self-publishing side, that's what I really recommend for a first-time new author. The KDF, the Kindle Direct Publishing on Amazon, is really what I recommend. It's very, very inexpensive. You're going to get a book on Amazon and digital and, and print format if you want, you know, and they'll print you the book one at a time, and it's very inexpensive. But here's the key thing that I, that I tell people. One, yeah, the book has to be remarkable. Product is still king. I can remember when I called down Walmart the first time, maybe over 20 years ago, we were a very small company. I was petrified. I was scared to death. I was very nervous. But I had a really, really incredibly high caliber book that had won a gold medallion award in the, in the Christian marketplace. And I went in there and presented about four or five items. Well, the buyer couldn't put that book down. I mean, he just kept going back to it. Time, you know, I'm, I'm trying to move on to the next thing. He's still looking at that. And Walmart bought 35,000 copies of that book. And we were nobody. I mean, we were just a tiny little company 20, 25 years ago. So that shows you the importance of product. If it's the best of the best, it will find its way into the marketplace uh, to some degree. So product is remarkable. It's got to be remarkable. It's got to be very, very good. But that's not enough anymore. So why did I come and, and seek you out at that convention? I came looking for you, Israel. You weren't calling me. I came looking for you. And, you know, the Lord had moved in my heart to start a, a homeschool division. And you were a voice in the homeschool market. Everybody told me, hey, this is kind of one of the guys. This is kind of one of the players. Um, he has a platform in the homeschool market. He's been speaking into this market for 15, 20 years. So I wanted you to be on my team. I wanted you to be around me because one, I'm going to learn a lot from you, but two, you already had a platform and I, whatever you want to publish, I'm going to publish. And so that is the number one key thing. I would also encourage people to Google Michael Hyatt. He has a blog. It's kind of more of a leadership blog. But his blog post from five, 10 years ago, it's all about how to get a book published. And he says a good book is not enough. You have to have a platform. Look at Israel. He's got this podcast and we're talking right now. That's just another way that Israel is developing his platform. And he's giving him a voice into publishing on the homeschool. I don't know who all Israel's talking to, but once again, this is just expanding his platform. So, you know, for a publisher to take a chance on you, you have to be, you have to have a voice. You have to have a platform. You have to have an expertise, expertise in a certain field, a certain area, whether it's homeschool, um, ministry, leadership, whatever. And so if you go out and you, you self-publish a book and there's some measurable success. You're, you're out there doing a little bit with it. You're kind of having some success. You're starting to sell a few thousand copies. Guess what? Publishers like me are going to find you and they're going to want to publish your book and they're going to give you an advance and pay you a royalty and, and you can start to get into the game a little bit. But the safest thing to do 
is just published with Amazon, even though I've got some problems with Amazon and I'm not, we both do. you know, but it's the safest thing to do because a lot of these, a lot of these self publishers, they're going to say, Oh, and we're going to get you on Amazon and we're going to do this and they're going to do that. Anybody can get on Amazon. It's just not that hard. And so I would just encourage you to do that. One, you're going to find out how hard it is to sell a book. It's not easy, is it, Israel? We work very, very hard to sell the product that we do. There's literally millions of books published every year now. Millions. Because of Amazon and the ease of self-publishing and desktop publishing and the internet. I mean, there's millions. So it's very noisy, very busy place out there. And so to get heard and to be found and, and to be sought out, uh, you have to have a voice into a certain part of the world. To quote my dad, unseen, untold, unsold. That was one of my dad's slogans, unseen, untold, unsold. Has to be seen and told, has to be seen and talked about, you know. And historically, Publishing was about selling a physical book in a physical location. That's all gone. It doesn't exist anymore. There's so few bookstores out there. I was in a, I was in Johnson City, Tennessee the other day, a very, a good sized town. I mean, a big town, not one bookstore in the town, not one bookstore. So um, it's completely different now because people can't walk by and see your book like they used to. So now you have to have this platform. Historically, a platform was a pastor of a large church. Now it literally can be, you've got your own podcast, you've got your own blog, and you can develop a platform if you are an expert in a field. And some people are, and some people are. Some people have incredible passion and ability to communicate, and others don't. But if you do with time, you'll find a spot, you'll find your place, you'll find your voice, and you can start to sell some books. That's excellent advice. And I would recommend, as Tim said, Michael Hyatt's book, Platform, was one of the best $15 I ever spent. And uh, he has courses. You can spend $150 to $3,000 to take courses from him. His book for $15 is just killer yeah. to help you understand. And Michael Hyatt, he, I mean, there's probably, if you just, if you just searched in his blog post, yeah. you know, book publishing, he's got 20 or 30 posts. It's just great advice. And he was the former president of Thomas Nelson, one of the largest Christian publishers in the world. And he knows what he's talking about. He's kind of shifted more into leadership and executive coaching and stuff now, but you know, there's really some good advice on that blog. He's got several blog posts that says a good book's not enough. It's, right. you know, it, it, because you just got to think about it. There's two or three million books published a year. How is your going to stand out? I mean, it's just a lot of work. And so you have to be positioned out there in the world somehow. Yeah. You got to find a way to make some noise. That's right. Well, that's excellent advice. And we're coming down to our final minutes. But if we can, in the next two or three minutes, I just was wondering if you could explain why you pivoted uh, eight years ago or so from being just a Christian publisher that published Christian books to doing K through 12 Christian curriculum. Because Masterbooks is probably the fastest growing uh, Christian homes, uh, Christian curriculum publisher, K through 12 in the world. And I'd like to know how that happened in your mind and your heart and what led you to go in that direction. Very simple. I was watching the indoctrination documentary DVD 
And I watched it and the Holy Spirit pricked my heart and said, you've had one toe in this ministry. It's time to get all 10 in. You know, just just the Holy Spirit just said, this is your new ministry. You know, I mean, uh, these people are making these parents are making a huge investment, a huge commitment in their children. And I want you to come alongside them and help them and make it as easy as possible and bring in your apologetic worldview that you're so passionate about. And this is going to be your new ministry because all of my customers were going out of business, you know, and I'm like praying one day, Lord, what's, what's happening to my industry? You know, Christian, you know, family, Christian stores, Lifeway, Berean, all these, all these, you know, borders, all these stores are going out of business and Christian books. There used to be six, seven, 8,000 Christian bookstores. There's like a thousand legitimate Christian bookstores out there. Maybe, maybe now. And so, you know, yeah, it's been about eight years ago and, and you were one of the first, you know, I, I mean, that's when I went up to, I went up to that show in Springfield. We weren't, I don't, we weren't exhibiting in it. I don't believe we just, what we, we didn't have anything to sell anyways. And, you know, so I went up there and, and found you and just started looking for people and, and hired Randy and Kristen. I knew I proud, I knew I needed experts in this field. And, um, and so it's just been a blast. Uh, CBD told us the other day we're the sixth, you know, we're in the top six as far as largest uh, homeschool publishers, as far as they're concerned. But, you know, we've just grown leaps and bounds. We've, we're building another 25,000 square foot warehouse right now. And and, is, and like I said, Israel has been a huge, huge part of our success. Um, him and, and Sony and, and some of the kids, they've some years have done maybe 10 shows on our behalf. Um, they've really been a, a big part of our marketing arm here. Um, Israel going out and, and helping us do some of these shows that he's already going to be at and speaking at. So that frees us up to go do a, a different show in a different location. And um, so we've been publishing for about seven or eight years now, maybe 25, 30, 35 humongous 400 page homeschool curriculum books. And so we, as of right now, we have product from K through 11th grade, every, every subject you would need. And then a lot of electives. So it's just been a blast. Um, every now and then I find, I, I, you know, listen to the Holy spirit. I wish I did it more, but it was just, it was just one of those incredible moments where just, I knew that I knew that I knew that this was what I was supposed to do. And I praise God for that and, and for the direction of the Holy Spirit in our lives and how the Holy Spirit can prick and draw and and uh, entice us to do the Lord's work. Amen. Well, it's been great to be a partner with you in that. And for people that want to get plugged in, you can go to masterbooks.com. You can also visit the Moms of Masterbooks Facebook group. And there's also an app. If you go to Masterbooks, uh, increasingly there's a desire to shift to the app over Facebook because Facebook can pull the plug anytime they want to. Yeah, you so don't you, gotta, group, you don't have a group anymore. So, yeah, you've got to go to the app store and type in Masterbooks and download the app. Correct. And so, so get in the app. There's a great community there. There's a book discussion group. Um, and, and my family uses Masterbooks. We homeschool our children. We use Masterbooks uh, predominantly in our homeschool. And that's why we're so passionate about it is that we've been blessed by it in our own homeschool. And so 
Tim, thank you so much for taking the time hey, to join. Been a blast. I appreciate it, Israel. God bless you. Maybe we'll get to do it again at some point. You bet. Anytime. Anytime. God bless. Thank you. Bye. Thank you for listening to this audio presentation. For more information on Family Renewal, the writing and speaking ministry of Brooke and Israel Wayne, please visit FamilyRenewal.org.